Welcome to Him for Her Radio, women's hot topics. Ladies, this show is for you. Find clarity, discernment, and discover who you are in Jesus Christ, all while exploring the hot topics of the day. She's an evangelist, founder, and president of Him for Her Ministries, and she's here to tell it like it is. Your host, Suge Burry. What happen if you say what you want to say? This is Shook Burry with Him For Her Radio, Women's Hot Topics, and I am so thankful that you decided to join us today. We are on YouTube, and I want you to check out the background that we have here. Where am I sitting? I am sitting under the palm trees in front of a beautiful lake of water, and I'm with a beautiful woman. Her name is Sharon Peterson, who is our guest today. And why am I down in Naples? Because we have taken the RV across the U.S. of A, and we are interviewing people, the fun and interesting interesting people that I have met along the way. You know, I have had a lot of great authors on the show. I've had a lot of great interviews with um, celebrities and people in the know. But you know what is super cool is the people I'm meeting on the streets every day. And that's what I'm bringing you to you today. Stay tuned, friends, because this is going to be a great show. And I can't wait to introduce you to our next guest that I have met out and about. Sharon Peterson, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's so good to be here. I'm so glad that you are here. And friends, I'm so glad that you've tuned in with us. Find us on YouTube and you can see the beautiful background and Sharon, my guest that I'm sitting next to as well. Let me tell you a little bit about my friend and why I wanted to bring her on the show. Her name is Sharon Peterson and she was born and raised in New Zealand. You'll be able to tell that when you can hear her accent. She grew up in what she calls a small country town called Masterton, which is the lower half of the North Island. At the age, in the young age of 25 years old, she actually came to the United States with her then husband at the time, who was here to coach rugby. That's kind of fun and exciting, rugby. They were based in the Houston area mainly, and then Texas for a while. Both of her boys, Kirk and Hayden, were born at Galveston Hospital. When they were two and four years old, she decided to take them back to New Zealand in 1996 to grow up with family and learn the Kiwi way of life. Life delivered Sharon a lot of challenges at that time following her return to New Zealand with the loss of her eldest son, Kirk, which I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry for that. An abusive marriage and a very nasty divorce, which cost her her construction company. After this turbulent time, she took time to heal herself with the guidance of God, then made the decision to come back to the USA and join her youngest son, Hayden. A shout out to Hayden. Hey, Hayden. I love your mom, by the way. And North Carolina is where her life began again. Welcome, Sharon, to the show. Thank you. So tell us about the beginning days uh, when you were just getting arrived here in the U.S. and you're getting your feet on the ground. What, What did that life look like? Uh, it looked really scary. It was, um, you know, I had to make a decision of what I was going to do. Um, and starting all over again, I arrived here with two suitcases. That was it. I left everything. Um, my first intention was just to come and visit my son. Mm -hmm. So, and I'd been doing that for three years. He'd been here since 2013, but I'd been here a month in the April, and he said to me, Ma, why are you going home? 
He said, you go home, you don't use any vacation, you save it all. You don't spend any money, you save it all. You come back here and blow the whole lot in eight weeks. <laughs> and in, it's easy to do in the U.S. Yeah, it is. It is. But, you know, so I thought about it, and that's when I made the decision that I'm going to see if I can stay. Yeah. You know, um, I had nothing. I had nothing to go home to, but I had myself, I had my son, and I had God. Mm. And... They're the three most important things yes. that you need to, to succeed. So, yeah, um, that's where my journey started, and that's where things kind of changed, too. So. You know, I loved it. We had a chance to sit by the pool people down here in Naples, <laughs> and we were visiting, and she said, um, share with our listeners, that you said that you came with how much money, and what was your first job? What did that look like when you came here? I came here with 8000 U.S., Okay, which is is a lot of money New Zealand wise. So my son was right. I didn't spend anything for 12 months to save all that. But we went to a lawyer and um, I felt that was the best way to to try and do the process and find out what was going to happen. And that was seven thousand two hundred and fifty dollars. Most of what you had. Most of what I had. So I was kind of left with, you know, $750, and that was where I was. But it didn't daunt me. It it was very much, there's a right way to do it. So, Mm -hmm. and that's the path that I headed down. I'm also not a person that can sit still. I can tell that. So, um one of the where I was living with my son, there was a, a lady that had had a hip replacement and she was looking for some help. So I offered and I went and started cleaning her house and helping her out. But then she told a friend of hers in the neighborhood, so I'm getting a phone call, and then another friend, and then another friend. Within the first month, um, I was up to doing five or six houses. Then by the second month, I was doing two houses every day. Wow. Cleaning. It, and it it was about getting myself a little bit of cash mm-hmm. to get me through. But it was also about helping them. And um, I really didn't – they paid me whatever they could afford to pay me. Yeah. So How did you get around to all these places? Well, <laughs> I couldn't get a driver's license. So when before you become a permanent resident, you can't have a social security card, which means you can't get a bank account. You can't have a driver's license. You can't get a job. So I saw an ad on the, on the community Facebook for free bicycle. So I took off down there and got this bicycle, which... I thank the Lord every time I got on it that it didn't fall apart and I survived <laughs> my my ride to wherever I was going. But I went everywhere on it. I went to the gym on it. I Even if I didn't have to get much at the grocery store, I had grocery bags yeah. hanging on the handlebars. Yeah. I just went everywhere on this bicycle. Starting from the beginning. So you came over here. You had no money. You had lost the construction, money, uh, construction mm-hmm. company because of the divorce. Came over here, started to clean homes on your bicycle, and that is the American dream, don't you think? I mean, you're you're coming over here and you're working hard. Now, you said that you had met with a lawyer. Why did you meet with a lawyer? What was the purpose of that? Um, The immigration process is quite difficult. Mm. Um, And so part of the actual part of it is not difficult. It's ensuring you fill in every single piece of paper. Every I is dotted, every T is crossed. And an immigration lawyer, that's their job. Mm. So you have a very, very high percentage, like 
in the 95 to 100% chance that when a lawyer helps you and does the paperwork and submits it, it goes through the process. Mm. As soon as if you do it, which I could have, but you take the chance, you miss one thing. It's kicked back to you and you go to the start of the line again. And you start all over. So to me, being able to become a productive member of society was important. Mm -hmm. Um, So using the lawyer, I applied in uh, the May, end of May. And I had my green card 24th of November. So that is a very short time frame, but it's worth doing it. Yeah. For our listeners who might not be familiar with it, what is the purpose of the green card? The green card is a permanent residency and I have to hold it for five years. But in that five years, pay my taxes, be mm-hmm. a productive member of society, not get in trouble, you know, live a, a good, honest, healthy life. Yeah. So come this November, I'm going to be able to stand up there and become an American citizen, which is what I've wanted all along. Wow. Now, what are the steps once you get a green card? Like you said, you've got to be a productive citizen. You've got to hold a job. You've got to pay your taxes. Is there any kind of testing or anything that you have to do? Yeah. So I'm going to have to brush up on my American history. <laughs> um, there's, there is test samples you can take online. There is 120 different questions. Mm. And I think you get somewhere put to you of of about 10 to 15 but you don't know what they're going to be so they could be anything on American history back to Abraham Lincoln Washington or it could be to do with who is in Congress now who who is you know the vice president who is the president all of that sort of stuff so it can be a mixture of history and recent so so current and history I don't know if I'd pass that you guys would you be able to do that I'm not sure if I'd be able to do that the current stuff perhaps but some of the history i might have forgotten i actually do better on the history than i am the current well, that's stuff. You're so smart this is what this is what makes us different for sure and you know what's exciting friends is that she started on a bike cleaning houses and now she's making six figures what happened between the day of cleaning houses to today how did you get to that place um two weeks i knew my Um, green card was coming through so two weeks before that I started applying for jobs online Mm -hmm. just relentless I didn't care what it was as long as it was in that project management field because that's what you did back in New Zealand that's 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 my background construction Mm -hmm. project management and um but I was applying to apartment complexes everywhere and um I got an interview the day before I went for my final interview And the day when I came back from my final interview, I had an offer in my email. So it was with a signage company in North Carolina, a family-owned business. And so I started there. And I'd been there two years and got headhunted by a national signage company, which is where I currently am. Mm -hmm. Um, Started there again as a PM. What's a PM? Project manager. Okay. Oh, initials. Okay, there we are. Yeah. PM, project manager. So, um, <laughs> but now I'm a director of a team. I run a team and deal with some very, very large corporate clients. Um, it just came down to I just had a work ethic yeah. and I did what I needed to do. I learned the processes, I stuck to the processes, and that doesn't matter whether it's immigration, whether it's life or whether it's your job, mm-hmm. you know, if you can follow a process, mm-hmm. 
um, you can achieve anything you want to achieve. Good. And what role did God play in all of these decisions that you've made? Um, early on, he was a he was a big part of my healing. Um, he he played a big role when I lost my son um, mm. because I lost myself and I had to I had to bring myself back with his help. Mm-hmm. Um, making the decision to come over here, I just left it in his hands. Yeah. I let him guide me. Um, and he brought me back to, to my youngest son, mm. um, which is where I'm meant to be. But then with my work, I just, I just let what was going to happen in a day. And, you know, I, I was reading um, this morning, and today for me is um, to trust, let go and trust in me. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's what I've done over yeah. the years is I've let go mm-hmm. and just trusted Trusted, trusted that the path you're putting me on mm-hmm. is the right one for me this time. I mean, that's a big deal to come over here as a single woman, uh, a mother. Your son is here, which, of course, would draw any mom to want to come back and come here um, with nothing but suitcases. But look at how God provided the exact amount of money for the lawyers. And then you have a little <laughs> left <know>. over. <laughs> and then he provides a humble job for you to help somebody else, because that's the kind of person you mm-hmm. are. You're so humble and you're very helpful. Um, I got to share with my friends for a minute if I can. So as we were visiting one day, uh, no, we weren't visiting yet. I was um, out and about and I ran into her hu- uh, her boyfriend, Jeff. And I said to Jeff, I said, Jeff, where is Sharon? He goes, well, she's working. And now it's later in the day here. And I, he's, she's like working all the time from, from sun up to sundown. And I said, you got to tell Sharon to quit working so much. And so when I saw Sharon personally, I told you that. <laughs> what did you tell me? Do you remember? Yeah, it, it, it's kind of like what I say to everybody first off I can't know because money financially yeah of course mm-hmm. but that leads back to my independence yeah um my job and my financial security is my independence mm-hmm. and you know I had that taken away from me mm-hmm. um and you know I am with the most wonderful God led me to the most wonderful man who spoils me rotten mm-hmm. and um is there for me one hundred percent and i I have absolutely no doubt in my heart that he would ever do anything like that, but I enjoy being independent, yeah, I enjoy going shopping with you girls on my credit card, <laughs> and I need to work if I shop with you guys. trouble <laughs> we won't be telling Blair that now, will we. <laughs> We have to be reminded from time to time that we get to work. We get to worship. We live in a free country. We get to do these things. And often as Americans, um, you know, we become spoiled and we forget about the fact that, you know, I think that oftentimes as Americans, we forget the privilege and the honor that it is to be able to work. I mean, you know, we live in a free country where people sacrifice everything to come here and they want the freedom. They want to be able to work. They want to be able to worship freely. They want to be able to enjoy a country that you can make your own decisions and lead your own life. And that's why I'm so proud of Sharon. I felt so selfish when I said, where is Sharon? How come she's not here enjoying with us? And she's back working because she she gets to work and she considers it an honor. So what a great reminder for all of us. Yeah. And, you know, I just got to interject for a minute here. 
isn't this the kind of person we want to have come to America? Somebody who wants to work hard, who wants to follow the guidelines and the rules, who wants to become a legal citizen and follow the guidelines that is in place for that. And Sharon, I know that all over the news, they're talking about open borders and what's going on and immigration and everything that's coming into the country. Can I just ask you briefly, what are your views as an immigrant yourself coming from New Zealand here? What are your views about what's going on today? You know, it's really tough because I look at this situation and they're, they're not in a position to have the money mm-hmm. that that I did, and I, I was very, very blessed to have that. Um, however, there is a fine line between the people that are coming in and some of the criminals that are coming in, mm-hmm. and, and I think we need a stringent immigration policy here, um, but we do need to make the process a little easier mm-hmm. for the people that are warranted to come in. Mm-hmm. Um, opening the gates totally just does not do the country any, it doesn't provide any advantage. Mm-hmm. But there is a lot of good, hardworking people sitting on those borders that could make a successful life here and would make a successful life here. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's really all about making those processes easier. Mm-hmm. Um getting them the guidance and the assistance to be able to do it legally. Mm-hmm. And and you'd see a difference. Yeah, yeah, I agree wholeheartedly with what you said. Um, you know, we just should be praying that God will continue to guide our country, that we will put um, sanctions in place that make it um, fair for all who want to come into America. But legally, I agree 100% with what you said. Um, so let me jump over and make a little left-hand turn from that conversation. Okay, we're RVing. I mean, we're camping right now. And here's this beautiful, fabulous woman who's in an, a beautiful RV. She's camping. Um, but when you're not here um, working full-time in your RV, where do you spend the rest of the year? Uh, we live up in the Panhandle. In, uh, of Texas? Of Texas, yeah, not Florida. Um so our closest little town is uh, 20 miles away, and it's called Canyon, Texas. Our larger, and it's population of 12,000. So when I say little, it's little. Um, and so we're just south of Amarillo. We're about okay. 30, 30, 35 miles south of Amarillo, but we live on the Paladuro Canyon. Okay. Now, Paladuro is the second largest canyon next mm. to the Grand Canyon. Wow, I did not know. I got to get over there. Yeah, it's beautiful, but it's also, it was the last standing place of the Comanche Indian. Okay. So very, very soulful, spiritual, mm-hmm. um, healing Historic. Very historic. And you guys have a resort there. We have a um, luxury boutique cabin resort, and all the cabins are scattered around the um, rim. They Mm -hmm. all have different views of the the canyon. So we have 19 cabins in total now. Wow. um, With more on the cards for construction this year. So the resort is actually called Dove's. Rest cabins. Okay, so doves, D O V E S, rest, because you're going to rest while you're there, cabins.com. Friends, look it up. I really want to get there. And, you know, I can drive my RV there and then we'll take the car up to the cabins and uh, stay for a bit. It wouldn't it be a great family reunion? You know, and the nice thing is all of the cabins are separated as the way you mm-hmm. described it to me. Mm-hmm. And um, you can have family events there. You can stay COVID uh, free because everybody is staying isolated. 
isolated in their own cabins and they have their own space, et cetera. And I have seen, I've gone online and seen pictures. It's absolutely beautiful. Um, DovesRestCabins.com. Jeff is the owner and mm-hmm. the operator of the business. So I really encourage you guys to look it up there and come and find Sharon. Say hello to her. Tell them you heard it on him for her radio, <laughs> Women's Hot Topics. And Sharon, I would like to, if possible, put a logo on our webpage that they can click on and go directly to Dove's Rest and find it. Oh, that that would be awesome. Yeah. I um I will send you over a link. That'd be super. That you can you can use to put on there. And I'm gonna I'm gonna be the first one to click it, ladies, because I'm <laughs> gonna be booking something there really quick. Um, so before we close, I know we only have a couple minutes left. What words of advice do you have for people that? Um, are in a similar situation and and they're having a hardship to try to follow what God's plan is for their life. What what words of advice would you briefly share? Trust, mm-hmm. trust in Him. Um, he leads us on hard paths to teach us, mm-hmm. and but then He, once we've learned what we need to learn, He'll He'll direct us in the right way so just trust that whatever you're going through right now Mm -hmm. there is a reason for it you know and yeah he's he's brought me on the most wonderful journey good and bad and I accept that you know it's funny because as I was thinking of scripture and and the right words for today Proverbs 3 5 6 came to my mind and get this Sharon it's exactly what you said trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding and always submit to him and he will make your path straight. That just echoes everything that you have already shared with us. Yeah. I did not know. <laughs> and, you know, so I love how God puts these little God appointments together with us. Um, and so I just think it's such a blessing that you are here with us, um, that that I had the privilege, the God appointment to be able to meet you here down in Florida on our travels. Mm. Um, I just am asking now that the God my God, our Lord and Savior would open the floodgates of blessing in your life, in your future, in your job, in your career, in your love life as well. Um, so how can we be praying for you specifically? You know, to pray for me specifically would be to continue to keep me open mm-hmm. and um, and accept guidance. But still one thing that I have to do is actually become a girl again. Mm. You know, our path sometimes makes us too strong. It makes us too independent. And I've got to learn to follow my heart, mm-hmm. not my logical head. Now, when you mean um, to be more of a girl, you're meaning um, in your own heart to yeah. be a little softened. A little softened. Not be so uh, weary, maybe. Not weary. Leery. Leery, Leery. of other people. Let but others also, in. nothing hurts me. You know, oh, I put on a... Yes. A screen that mm-hmm. nothing's going to hurt me, mm-hmm. um, but it still does. Yeah, but yeah. I need to show some of what's in that heart. Yeah, to soften up, mm-hmm. to allow the love to come in. Yeah, right. Everybody yeah. else's love, isn't that it, friends? The biggest, greatest, best journey there is is with Jesus Christ. And so I hope and pray that you all have said yes to Him because your journey will be just so exciting. I, you know, God opens up 
our hearts, opens up our lives, guides us and leads us. If we do one thing, if we submit to him, if we say, Father God, I give you my life. I trust you in all things. And I know that in Jesus Christ, I know that in Jesus Christ, you'll continue to lead me and guide me. In your name we pray. Amen. Hey, friends, Shugbury, I'm so thankful you're here. You know I love you. Over and out. Hey, ladies, this is Shugbury, and I'm the host of Him for Her Radio, Women's Hot Topics. I am so glad that you have found our show amongst the millions of podcasts that are out there. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, would you please do me a favor? Like it, rate it, thumbs up. We're on YouTube as well, so don't forget to find us there. You can watch our guests also. Please subscribe so you don't miss a show. We also have started Him for Her Crazy Testimonies. And each of our guests that we have on the show shares their personal testimony, how they received Christ in their life. This is Shug Burry. You know I love you. Over and out.